That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Well, well, well. 2022 is officially over this weekend. It's a wrap. Yeah. I'll, t- oh, I'll tell you what, it's been uh been definitely a year to remember. Mm-hmm. And uh God, just remembering about this year, it's definitely been a solid one. So yeah, I'm glad it's done. You know, I feel like a lot of us are looking forward to setting new goals and moving forward and you know, 2023, land of opportunities. You yeah. know, you get to capture those moments. So I think you know, as much as it is reflecting on 2022. 2022. 2022 i think 2023 i'm welcoming it with a warm embrace do you have any new year's resolutions i do i want to become accountable mm-hmm. that's my new year's goal throughout it obviously that's not a very smart goal which is specific <laughs> measurable <laughs> achievable uh what was, uh, but yeah so I want to become more accountable and how I build accountability is I want to be accountable to myself first. Um, so I have got some other goals outside of that. One of them is work related with homebody and personally related. I want to drop some pounds, mm-hmm. drop some weight, baby. And um, then I've also got socializing goals as well. I want to make sure I put myself out there and be there for my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, 2022 taught me anything. It was that I could be a better friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I've got my relationship goals, you know, and we've we've definitely wrapped up this year pretty quick. So mm-hmm. I look forward to those new goals. I don't know what they are yet. I actually haven't written those ones down, but I've got dreams, okay? But yeah. they're just dreams until I write them down. And me and you should do a New Year's resolution day where we take a couple of, like an hour together to sit down and do some goals, goal setting. Well, what, I want to do that, but also I want to be better 
at our checklist that we have at home. Yeah, but that well, the, here's the thing, honey. The goal setting is like the reason why we hit that checklist. Uh-huh. And that will help us double down because now we just have a checklist. We use it at that. Yeah. Which is great. It's a habit builder. Mm-hmm. But we need to tie that with an anchor point of emotion to what? Which will be our goal settings. And when we set our goals, we'll go through and we'll make sure we can emotionally tie something to every single one of them so that when we our day starts and when we when we create our schedule, we can rock up and we can win the day. And I'm so here for it because yeah. 2022, you know what? Hate to see you leave. Love to see you go. <laughs> Bye. On to next year. What about you, honey? Do you have any New Year's resolutions or your goals yet or just kind of like dreams? No. What would be your dreams for 20? If you could, what would be ideally scenario for you in 23? I think I really just want to continue working on myself, but be more proactive with my therapy. I want to find a good psychiatrist. I Mm -hmm. want to work on my confidence as a mom and just you know, business woman and work with building my podcast and my YouTube and my lashes and just expanding my brand and doing something that my daughter is going to be proud of me for. I like that. Season 11 would be amazing. But, you know, let's get season 10 on air first and everyone can just see how awesome it is. I mean, listen, I feel like it was definitely 10 times number nine that was just because of the pandemic and me whatever but i'm excited for that honey and i like that i like that i think i think it's good you're doing really good and i think you're giving yourself the most advantage going into 23 with those goals you want to achieve yeah you're already doing some of those steps and then now you're already kind of so it's good you're doing great there congratulations on that honey thanks honey but we do need to sit down and put one together. We need to sit down and put our goals together. Yeah. We should, I mean, just put it out there. We could podcast it and talk about our goals and all that. Yeah, we can do that. Put it together. Maybe. Not tonight, but. No, but we can do it another time. We can actually talk yeah. about it. We'll do, we'll do a YouTube one on that, actually. Boom. Okay. We'll put our 2023 New Year's resolutions goal setting up on YouTube. And we'll just like on edit Patreon. it down. We'll on Patreon. Exclusive. There you go. Get to Patreon, listeners. Exclusive content. Yes. But a bomb. All right. But for tonight's or today's, whatever time you're listening, we are recording this at night, but you might be listening in the morning. For the episode this week, Brock and I, a few weeks ago, sat down in San Diego with our neighbor, Mike Rogers, who this man is just a legend, Ugh. and his best friend, Bob, actually from junior high. I thought they met in high school, but they have known each other since like the seventh grade. They have so many stories about growing up in San Diego, the 50s, seeing Elvis for the first time. And we just thought it would be fun to do a drinking and podcasting episode with two legends born in the 30s, living in 2022. So please enjoy. Any chance you have a like a <laughs> music stand? <laughs> Do you have any feather type? Do you need like a mic stand for it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could just lean in. We can lean. We're good at leaning. Oh, this All way, right. that way. We're just born leaners. So Everyone, we are getting into some drinking and podcasting shenanigans live from San Diego. And we are sitting here, it's Brock and I, 
with our neighbors and our neighbor's best friend from high school. And these guys have so many stories. I was like, we got to get you on the podcast. We've been talking about this for, I think, over a year now. And I've finally got them a little liquored up and ready to talk. So we have already finished one and a half bottles of wine. We've now opened up a mystery bottle of wine. How's it taste, gentlemen? It tastes. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm into it. And this is this is the young one speaking here, the young buck on the new stuff. I like it, though. Okay. We have no idea what it is, but no um, there's no label on it for whatever reason. So It's a lot different to the one we were just drinking. This one's very fruity. Yeah. I like, yeah. So. Yeah. So we're down in San Diego. We are actually sadly moving out of this house. It is our last month down Ooh. here. I know. It's such a bummer. We'll be back. We will be back, but for now, we will be in LA. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Probably, probably in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll out the red carpet here. All right. So on the pin, on the purple mic. On okay. the purple mic. On the purple mic, we have Mr. Mike Rogers Mike on the mic. in the house. Mike Rogers. <laughs> hey. And um, Bob, I just realized I don't even know your last name. I My just last know you're name a legend. Is Skiles, S K I L E S. Bob Skiles. And Bob over Skiles. here, you got Brock Davies. Yeah. D A V I yes. I know. I hate when people say Davis. It Davis. drives me nuts. You know what? Okay. Speaking of last names, I have professionally gone by Sheena Marie for so long mm -hmm. that it's like I forget that now it's been Shay and Davies and Honey and whatever. But I forget that Jankin was my maiden name that everyone in high school knew me as. And so I just went to my 20-year reunion last weekend. It was the best time ever. So I know she threw right. Oh, it was a top Thrive. five, like one of the best nights of my life. I had an What name did you put blast. on your name tag? I just did Sheena. I just went with the first name. But then they were like, oh, Sheena Jenkins, because they always called me Jenkins. And I was like, no, it's Jankin, J-A-N-C-A-N. But it was so funny because so many people who had me in their phone or got my phone number this past weekend put me in their phone as Sheena Jankin. And I was like, oh, that was such a throwback. It was literally such a good time. And that was another reason I really wanted to get you men here on the podcast because you have been friends since high school, right? No, no. I met Junior him in high school. seventh Junior grade. Oh, my gosh. Guys, we're going back Even to longer. like Sandbox of San okay. Diego. I'm going to need you to set the scene. It's seventh grade. What year is it? 1953. Oh, my gosh. Nin so, you know, think about that. There's probably nobody watching this that was alive. <laughs> yeah. It's so sad. Well, I mean, that's, that's exactly why you're right. We want to think about like how do we think about 1955? Set the scene for us. The fifth. We were just lucky to be born when we were born. We had a lunch today with a, a bunch of old high school friends, uh, maybe a group of 25. And every time we get together with any old group, they always say the same thing. We were just lucky to be born when we were. It was an age of innocence. The 50s was an awesome time. There have been shows done about it. But to live the 50s, to go, to go back uh, in San Diego, where we are now. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Oh, we had fun that had fun. Yeah. Just, it, we it we just had fun. fun that had fun. 
Come on, 2023. My you, fondest you know where sense the, uh, of shit. This is fuck. Do you know where the 8 freeway is? Yeah, of course. You've driven on the 8 freeway? Many yeah. times. That's where I go to get acupuncture. We take the 8. I had a I had a paper route out of my car, and there was 70 customers. I went up one side of 8 and down the other. It was one lane each way. Mike would go with me, and he'd, then we'd end up our paper route at a dairy, which he had just long enough arms to reach in and they, pick they, out a half gallon. They ice had cream a fence around the freezer, but the hole in the fence was bigger than my head. <laughs> it was bigger than a half gallon of ice cream, I'll tell you that. So we'd have a half gallon of ice cream. After the route, I mean, we had worked yeah. hard. You did the job we'd first. Put 69 papers and never, different- never missed a customer. Yeah, <laughs> thanks to that go-go milk juice. And we paid 25 cents a gallon for gas. I don't know what it is. Oh, know. my God. Wait, how, how you guys were over $6 now. You were driving a car? Yes, it's six. Yeah. yeah. He I had a, he had a we both had bi- uh, bicycle paper routes. Yeah. But Bob, when he left his high school paper route, they said, look, he was really good at it. Mm-hmm. He was a hard worker. You were the man. Yes, well, was. He was, was supporting himself. Had, uh, paper out with the car i had told sheena this story before not he bob is the one that's known to have broken in highway eight and there should be a plaque <laughs> on highway eight with his name on it but there's not and he, he paved half of that did he well no he got- well, when they well, moved highway eight again, from a two-lane road mm-hmm. to what four lanes each way now there's this well, giant like two lanes each way then no i think it was wider but when we but, were going to college yeah. When I had too many martinis? It's exactly the night. <laughs> we always <laughs> made, can, you guys have made memories because you know that night specifically. You know what I mean? No, like, it's so crazy. Like, like, we like don't I, remember last week and right? they're telling us stories from we the 50s. We didn't live. These guys it's so different have now. lived. How would you not remember if you went? We, we used to go onto the Marine base. We'd just go to the gate and say, Captain Johnson's party, and they'd let us in. Can you imagine doing that today? In MCRD? You'd be in the brig. And we'd go into MCRD because the drinks were 35 cents. How could a college kid turn down cents. a 35 cent martini? He has about Certainly four not. or five martinis, and, they, and the bartender said, no, hey, I had 13 martinis. Yes, but the bartender said to <laughs> you, and I know you too well, he said, Hey, what are you trying to do, sir? Because yeah, we're, we're on a military base. Sir, what are you trying to do? Set a new record? Kind of ingest, and you don't challenge this one. He goes, <laughs> I ask him what the what's record? the record? What's the record? <laughs> and he said, well, we had, a, we had a second lieutenant drink 10 martinis once. Bob said, oh, that's no problem. And the guy looked at him like, are you kidding me? He drank 13 martinis, so the bartender, what did the bartender do for you? Give me a Singapore sling. <laughs> what is a Singapore sling? <laughs> also, why didn't nin- you stop at 11? What is a 1950s or 60s <laughs> Singapore sling? Because I'm like, what is that? But at 11, you beat the record. They lit it on fire. I think everything but the map. <laughs> terrible. And oh. so when we get ready to leave, he had a 1957 MGA. It's yeah. a pretty slick car. It was yeah. brand new. We start back going, heading home. And of course he insisted he could drive. I can drive. So off we go down eight. We get hmm, uh, four or five miles down the road. And all of a sudden I'm, he said, Mike, Mm -hmm. you follow me. Okay. 
and he's doing 50, 45, 40, 30, 20, <laughs> 10, dead stop, 11 o'clock at the night in the middle of a freeway. But there's no other cars on the freeway because it's brand new and nobody knows how to use it yet. So there's no cars on the, the freeway. freeways. Yeah, none. Just my. <laughs> the passenger door, the driver door opens up, and my pal rolls out onto the street. <laughs> so he rolls my out job, of the car. My job always is to say, "Can you help me with Bob?" <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get that him in the wild get him in the that. other side of the little MG. Put him in the MG. She runs around and gets in the driver's side. Meanwhile, not one car went by. <laughs> Just... <laughs> and then off we go. And we take him home. Wow. Well, he, he, he had a hangover the next day for the for one of the first times in his life. Okay. I want to ask some questions about like decades and music and stuff like that. Because I mm. know that Mike has been to some dope concerts down here in San Diego and literally all over the world. So what was your guys' favorite genre of music? And who was your favorite person you ever saw perform who's now dead? Because if we could still see him, then I want to know if you guys saw Elvis. Oh, I, I, like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to let Mike tell the no, story. I saw him in person, but yeah. I, I mean, saw him. He was my, became a favorite Mike right away. You, Don't you remember all the girls went down to Glacier Gardens and Elvis was here in San Diego? I went because all the girls went. What the hell? I and I look up on the stage and this guy's going, uh, ain't nothing but a hound dog. I, I didn't know who he yeah. was. And I, in fact, I didn't even have a seat. I think I stood behind the bleachers and all. Wow. Remember all the girls we went to high school? They all were screaming yeah. and yelling. And so if what they're going, I'm going. What era of Elvis's career was this? Is this like when he was really young? Or? This is when he when he first very first started when wow. he was before he was really known he all of a sudden had when he would wiggle his leg they just thought that that was obscene yeah, yeah. i saw the elvis movie did you see it not yes. yet and it was oh. very very good so was it good. accurate oh i loved it I, yeah it's very accurate i thought of uh i mean the guy did a great job of him but I, i'm looking forward to seeing it i haven't seen it yeah. yet but, but when he first started out there was he only had a dozen songs and some of them you never heard him sing again. He just had to come up with enough to put on a concert, but I don't think he'd done a dozen concerts, but wow. When, that, maybe, you saw baby maybe Elvis. not that much. You saw yes. baby Elvis. You saw baby, baby, definitely. Elvis. Oh my I didn't gosh. go to see Elvis. I went cause the girls were going. That's who, like if I could see anyone in the world who has now passed on, I would love to be at an Elvis concert. I was obsessed with him growing up. Him, Marilyn Monroe, and James Dean. Mm. And obviously they were all dead. Liked them all. Liked them all. Ugh, amazing. 50s were just an absolute time of pure innocence. It was just fun. Fun. Nothing but fun. It was. It was everything you see in the movies, the poodle skirts, the music. All yeah. Of, the biggest thing for us in music was to get, have a car radio that was good enough to get the LA station. If your car radio got LA, you were very cool. Yeah. You got the good stuff. When was your first trip that you took up to LA? You mean alone? Or Not just, no, her. like with friends. Like what was your first LA well, experience? My girlfriend from high school went up there and she was staying with her girlfriend in high school. And so, 
myself and another guy that liked Wait a minute, you had a girlfriend in high school? Yeah. <laughs> and so we drove up there to make sure they weren't messing around with other guys. <laughs> <laughs> we went... We, we went up text and, her, you know what we I mean? went right. up and uh, we went her. up and found him. I mean, you couldn't watch her story. You know, you didn't have cell phones. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't have Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we had an address. I, some way we found address. out where they were. <laughs> Did you use like a Thomas guide, or was were, were those out yet? I don't know. <laughs> a Thomas guide? I I'm not. Yeah, I think they might. They have were been trying out. to get radio stations <laughs> from San Diego. They didn't have a Tom Tom or a Navman <laughs> take them around yeah. the place. No, a Thomas guide is Thomas a Thomas guide. I know what she means. Oh, Wait. that go. Oh, that's where yeah, Tom Tom. Isn't comes that what from. it was called? Thomas guide. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Okay, I take that back. I get. Yeah, we had like a map. We just called it a uh, the a, map. A, oh yeah, like MapQuest, honey. Like yeah, that's a little different. We called it. No, I went. My mother's family was from Santa Ana. Okay. So. It took, we'd take PCH, which was then the only way to get mm -hmm. just yeah. up Highway 101 and uh, drive to Santa. It took about three hours to get from San Diego to Santa. Santa Ana, what about now. the train? Was that not a thing yet? No, no. When did that come And around? going through, you know, all that through Irvine? Yeah. All that, that was nothing there but uh, orange trees. Orange trees. What? And the entire That's why Irving. That orange thing is where I trained. Oh, it's named Orange County. Yes. Well, yeah. I know it's named. But orange I mean, County. All orange I mean trees. miles of orange trees, not just a few orange trees. But like you remember creator. before, it was like city and like spectrum there was nothing and all there. that. Like that's so. We crazy. would drive from San Diego to Del Mar, and there was nothing between no houses. I mean, it was just a road to get to Del Mar. I. In wow. 19, Disneyland opened in 55. Yeah. And in 56, I went to college up in Santa Ana for a year. Uh -huh. And I, and I had a job in a gas station across the street from, from Disneyland. And there would be only businesses on the corner, Orange Grove, business on the corner, Orange Grove, business on the wow. corner. There's nothing in the middle, even across from Disneyland was just orange groves. That's why Disneyland is where it is because in those days it was either lima the bean fields or orange yeah. groves. It was all that was all agricultural through that area. There was very few houses in that area. You know how so dense crazy. it is now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so nuts. I just made that up about Orange County. I didn't think it was because of the orange trees. It was there. <laughs> I mean they were everywhere. Probably. It makes sense. Yeah, you've got good stories to tell from there, honey. Yeah, we went from the '60s. And obviously, you guys got married in the '60s, and then you yeah. guys went into your professional careers. Did you, you you didn't have a side hustle? No. What was doing business like back in the '60s, '70s? Like we were all taught in college to go to work for somebody and stay with it. Yeah, forever. Yeah. That's we weren't taught that you could ha own your own business, that you could be an entrepreneur. That wasn't taught, was it? No. Not at all. Wow. No, you, you, you were all, we were all taught and raised to work for Bethlehem Steel or, you know, a, a big company of, of stature. Mm -hmm. And if you work there for Have 50 honor. years, you got a plaque and, you know. And a gold watch. And a gold watch. That's, and so it didn't really sit well with a lot of us, but we had, we had no other ideas. And then slowly, as we went through the 70s and into the 80s, people started being very successful at things and doing them on their own. And, and then others would say, 
Hey, I could do that. You know, the amazing thing I've heard about you guys uh, from Mike and Cheryl and how neat these neighbors were. I said, how old are they? They said, they're 30. (laughs) I said, what the hell you got in common with people 30 years (laughs) Hey, I'm 37, okay? I was born in the 80s. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) You know know what we have in common? We don't know how old we are, do we? Yeah. Yeah, And that's great. How old you are doesn't matter to me. Yeah. No? No. I mean, I think it's neat that you can live next door and so such different ages and in be great, great pals. Yeah, that's no. important. <laughs> I know. Drinking and podcasting turned into tears. I'm gonna go pour myself another drink. And well, um, did you, wait, before we get going, did you try the wine? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's we not, talked uh, about it in no. the beginning. The mystery wine. The mystery wine. What's the mystery wine, do you think? It's good. I don't know. I'm going to try it, though. We're going to do a little cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers, lads. Salud. Cheryl, Woo! thank you, guys. Mike, I remember you telling us a story when we moved out here in San Diego about what this bay used to look like. And oh, yeah. the palm trees and all that. Tell, tell everybody a San little Diego story about San Diego. A, San Diego went through, like, oh, today you'd say it was a facelift. It was sagebrush. Yep. Yeah, we talked about the jackrabbits and that kind of thing. Uh, and Mission Bay was kind of just tidal flats and and uh, sand dunes. Where we live today, where you and I live, uh, it was you you couldn't swim in it because it'd be mud or sandbars. And then maybe a channel where the water came in and another sandbar. It was just stingrays and, and, uh, and then it wasn't flat and, and beautiful beach like it is. This is all rebuilt. This is all redone. When they built Mission Bay, they dredged all of this back here and created Mission Bay and created all the property. It was more of a slough and a kind of a stinky it area. was the swamp land of San Diego. Yes, and it, it was. Into a and now it's my and, dream. And nobody really... <laughs> that was our dream to live here. I'm going to cry. <laughs> well, I, live oh, in I love this place so much. No. Nothing. God, someone messaged me today. They were like congratulating me on moving from San Diego back to LA full time. Cause I think people think we like bought our condo in LA and they're like, Oh my God, congratulations. You're finally moving. And I'm like, no, like I'm really sad to move. And someone messaged me today and she goes, wow, it must be bittersweet. Right. And I was like, nah, just bitter. I I love this place so much. It's just, it's just bitter. You enjoy the Yeah. Well, you know, wherever you live, part of it's who you, who you live with. And And that's the thing. We have the best, neighbors we live next to like we want to buy this house when it comes up for sale because we're joined at a wall and build a rooftop deck and have like this whole you know place here look at the river the neighbors on the other side they're awesome too yes they're wonderful people i love this whole strip i have made friends with so many people who live here like one of those down there but what (laughs) you're you're not as yeah. Well, I don't know. The lady, well, who's that lady with the baby? Oh, she's the one on Vanderpump. Oh. <laughs> not gonna lie, honey, you're a bit of a little local celebrity when I walk past what? that place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, when yeah. When you walk past time, what place? When we walk past Beachcombers and... Uh, no. Yeah, our locals uh, love you, No honey. one says anything. Oh, yeah. They, no, they know who they you know, are. They know. They, 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 
You're the, you're the husband of Sheena, right? Yep, that's my name. You're the yeah. husband of Sheena. Yeah. Oh right. my God, claim to fame. The husband of Sheena. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm known around the local area as like, oh, you're the married to Sheena. I'm like, yep, that's me, the hubby. I love it's it. Though. True. It's true. Plus, it's, my forever plus one. I am the forever plus one. But no, oh, I, I think if I was around in the 50s, I, I get. I don't know what it would be like because. The world we live in today is a little bit different. Honey, hit me with a question. I, what would you guys, what advice would you give to your younger self? Now Ooh. having lived through all of these decades, technology, I mean, having apps on your freaking television when you probably only had a turn dial and like a couple yeah. stations. What advice with all of the knowledge that you have now would you give to yourself in the 50s? Back in the 50s. Oh, you've got... You just been with your grandkids. What did you? What do you tell them? They'll listen to me occasionally. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I mean, and they do. I mean, I think they really respect what we've gone through, and I think they really respect. Right now, I'm writing a a book for them, which they gave me for Christmas, and every, I think it's every two weeks, I write a question out about something that happened to me back then. Yeah. And so at the end of this year, they'll have a, they'll all have a book about me that what my feelings are about whether, whether it's political or whether it's religious, everything about me and, and what my parents thought of me and what my favorite vacation is and, on and on and on. So they're going to know a lot about me that maybe they didn't have a chance to ask me. When I was wow. I'm going to cry brilliant. again. I love no, that. I think and it's that really is, good. That is such a great gift. Oh my God. To I give to your grandkids. They gave, but they gave me the gift yeah. to write. I used to do ads for them on my podcast. It's called story worth. Yeah. So literally, like when I first yeah, heard about this, I did this for my mom and I did this for my dad because you get so many cool stories. But God, I wish my grandparents were still alive to do that, too, because wow. I feel like I can still, you know, get all those stories from my mom and dad. And but and so it much... gives you like questions and you fill out all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a way for you to tell both for you yeah. to tell them and they could read about that's such a great way to transfer the story, the meaning, but and the message. Mike and Cheryl's name appears in my a lot <laughs> it's of his little black book. I've, <laughs> I've done a lot of things with them. Mike, have, how many presidents of the United States have you met? We've had dinner with what? Three? Three? Yeah, three. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah. No, book, I, I knew two. I didn't know three. That's what I'm asking. The uh, two Bushes and. Uh, no, I guess it's only two. And it, but, but don't you have a photo with LinkedIn. JFK? Oh yeah. No. Uh, e yes. You know yeah. when I when I left, uh, I was a lifeguard when my first child was born. And yeah. Long story short, I ended up back at San Diego State working there, and I had a faculty job. Mm -hmm. And JFK came to speak. Yeah. And my boss was in. I had a faculty job, and my boss was in charge of the seating. Mm -hmm. When we got. 5,000, we got all the seniors down on the floor. There was no seats for, for us. Yeah. He just walked over, picked up four folding chairs that were against the wall, put them down and started a brand new row. Mm -hmm. And so we were in the front row while Kennedy was speaking. 
And I, so the only crazy. picture of it I'd ever yeah, seen was what me when standing up from the back. You could tell I was taller than the people next to him, but you couldn't tell it was me. I bought a, uh, a book. The history of San a, Diego. A, a book yeah. is a, a, really, it was a gift for a friend. And I'm looking through it page by page. And one of the faculty members had taken a picture of Kennedy from behind him towards the audience. Mm-hmm. And I looked and there, that's me. I said, wait a minute. That's me. There's me. There's yes. Kennedy. And there's me. I now I remember. So this I, have, story. I put that on my phone. Just- I feel like you guys have seen so many famous, interesting, legend, iconic people back in the day. Who would you say in person is the most iconic human you've ever encountered? Even if you didn't interact with them, just like saw in person. Well, I used to go to a lot of Laker games. Uh, Magic Johnson. Uh, you know, I was in the bar with him after the game. Yeah. Okay. Pre Magic Johnson, like back in the day, someone who is no longer with us, who is the coolest person you ever were in the same room as? Hmm. If I was dead, Mike would say me and vice versa. <laughs> All right, Mike, same question because I know you've seen Elvis. <laughs> You've seen presidents, you've seen JFK, you've been in the presence of some very legendary, iconic people in this country, and I'm sure out of this country. So who is the coolest person you've ever encountered? You don't have to say me, Mike, okay, because I don't (laughs) want to hurt Bob's feeling, okay? We're going to try and stick around with him a little bit Other than Bob. I think, I don't, you know, that's a, a, I, I guess I'm stumbling around. My wife and I had the privilege of sitting, having dinner one night. Oh yeah, I remember this with uh, General Norman Schwarzkopf and President H. W. Bush. Mm-hmm. And the seating went uh, Cheryl, President Bush, me, General Schwarzkopf, and there were yes. others at the table. Wow. But I was happened to be president of the group, so I was in the middle of it all, and. And stayed the whole night. And people kept saying, what is your wife talking to the president of the United States about? <laughs> what? Uh, what were you talking to Mr. Uh, Mr. Bush about, huh? Well, what were you chatting with Mr. Bush? talking about inaugural gowns. <laughs> the inauguration was coming up for his son. Yes, and the grandkids, <laughs> Jenna Bush, and uh, you knew their names. And. Wow. He wanted to talk about his kids. Whoever asked the president of the United States about his kids? You know, they asked Cheryl. him about Cheryl. Cheryl, Cheryl. Rogers does. Cheryl That's Rogers, baby. She oh, knew yeah. all their names and he was fascinated. Oh my God, I love and, that. And he said You're to right. her. Who, who, who's going to talk to Mr. Bush back in the day and just be like, hey, I don't think what's well, your wife wearing to the bowl? <laughs> I, I don't know what they were talking about, but the next year he, I, I ran into him again and I said, President Bush, you must meet a half a million people a year you shake hands with. And he said, yeah, probably so. I said, so <laughs> you're very kind and you're saying, hi, Mike, but you don't really remember me. And he said, Mike, your wife had abdominal surgery and I had hip surgery. Yeah. He said, I told her I'd show her my scarf. You'd show me, her, she'd show me hers. 
And I no. said, he did say that to her. Oh, that was a year my ago. Oh, my gosh. Look at us, Cheryl. You made an impact you, on the big man. Wow. Woo. That's crazy. That's a, that's a, that's. Cheryl's just listening to these boys talk about their cool stories. Knowing she's always well. married. She's grown up with Jay Bush <laughs> after one dinner. He remembered her. Priceless. Wow. She was going to show him her scar. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, do we have any final thoughts you'd like to leave the listeners with? Yeah, there's something I've always kind of wanted to say. I, when I met you, I didn't know you were on a show. Didn't care. Yeah. Love Brock. The minute I saw him at big hunk, we just, he and I hit it off immediately. You and I slowly got to know each other better and better and better to the point where I didn't want to see you leave. And I'd gone through a surgery. You guys were there with my wife, mm-hmm. helped her every bit of the way. And then I started realizing that people commented on these things. As I told you, I don't want to do a podcast. I know. And Bob, <laughs> and I ducked out of this a lot of times, yeah. but with Bob here, I couldn't get out of it. No. But I take just the opportunity to say to the people that get negative about this, these are two wonderful people that get judged for everything they say in a negative way. A lot of positive people. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But the negative people, you don't really know the people you're talking to, these are two really wonderful people who are trying their very best to live their best life. Uh, I read some of the comments about Brock and his kids. I know the whole story. This is a fine man that's doing everything he can do to make a new life, has a new wife, a new child, trying to take care of all the wreckage, any wreckage of the past without making more. Mm -hmm. Not easy. Um, anybody that's been through a divorce will understand immediately. Those that you haven't, I hope you never do. Yeah. It's awful, but he's a good man and with a good heart and he loves his wife and kid and Sheena, you are absolutely a sweetheart and people that want to judge you, um, says somewhere in the Bible, judge not lest you be judged. Yeah. Yeah. I'd kind of like to put that verse out because, uh, I'm going to miss you like mad. No. You make me cry again. Uh, it has been literally the best, and we'll still be back. You know, we're just going to be in your guest room instead oh. of our house. Oh uh-huh. yeah, oh yeah. No, no, no. You're always welcome until I'm not here anymore. Yeah. Then you're probably I'll more welcome because there'll be some extra room. <laughs> yeah. Well, your mom lived to be how old? One hundred and five. Yeah. So we've, we've got at least another twenty years. Okay. <laughs> okay, but yeah. thank you. I didn't want to do this, as you know. I know, but I'm. But so, it was more fun than I thought because once you start so me talking, fun. you can't shut me up. Yeah. No, I had the best time having you guys on, hearing all your stories from the fifties. This was something I've been wanting to do for so long. So, thank you so much for. Love Getting you, sweetheart. Getting into some shenanigans with me. I love you, too. Okay. And thank you guys so much for listening. Okay. Bye. Sheena Shea. Shea FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it? Let me see you shake that. Uh, Do you need it?
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.